Hi, I'm Mant. And I'm her mom. And this is Mom, Mant, Books and Booze. This is the book club you have been looking for. Just a mother-daughter duo who enjoy reading and talking about books over drinks. We read the same books but have different outlooks. Come join us as we open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. Hey, Matt. Hey, Mom. You getting that holiday feeling? Mm-hmm. I actually finished our part that we're doing today. I dimmed our lights because we had, we're fancy. We got dimmers. And I plugged in our Christmas tree and just read on the couch under a blanket. It was so nice. Oh, that sounds fun. I know. I was, was trying to get in the Christmas too. spirit. Oh, yes. Getting cold. Yes. And it's just, it's perfect time of year and the perfect weather to read a Christmas story by Gene Shepard. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely different than what I expected. Like, it is. I, I guess I had known the movie for so long. Yeah. It's not because I we'll have to talk about a lot of things. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about a lot of things. But before we talk about a lot of things, what are we drinking? Oh, we are drinking an oval teeny, an oval teeny. So the second part of our um, we did two part. We're doing two parts. The second part was all about oval teenies and oval, how to well, get not oval teeny. Oh, it was about oval teen. <laughs> Ovaltine, which is the chocolate milk, basically, that was for rich people. Well, it's supposed to be healthy. Healthy. But he explained it as chocolate milk for rich people. Yeah. And they they did stop making it in 2002. So part of the the ingredients for this called for you to sprinkle some Ovaltine in your in your drink, but you can't do that. So it's not. But you can still make an oval teeny mm-hmm. and it cocktail. has it has Kahlua, vodka, and heavy cream. Uh-huh. And it's just I it's, it's like a white of, Russian. I was about to say that, or um, it's a little more chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Because it's of like the a chocolate, a chocolate martini. Yeah, I think it's more like a chocolate martini, um, which I personally am not a big fan of. Well, this one isn't too bad. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The recipe calls for one part of Kahlua, one part heavy cream, and two parts of vodka. So yeah. I just wimped out and did one part vodka because. Well, well because. I stayed true. Oh. And I, ha- I don't know if you learned this trick in college. <laughs> let me tell you my secrets um if you drink something that does not taste good like something that has terrible vodka in it you drink it and then blow out and it doesn't burn that is good to know you heard it here for folks tips i don't know where drinking tips that's (laughs) hilarious and it i mean it does it helps it doesn't like burn your throat because the air is coming through soothing it I don't know how it works. I kind of like my tip better. Just put half the vodka that it costs for. <laughs> that, you know what? You're right. That's probably the better tip to go with. Well, and I think we've had this before, but the, the mocktail for this could be chocolate milk. Oh, or a good old fashioned yoo 
Oh yeah. I'd rather have a Yoohoo. <laughs> Me too. I was just I, sitting here thinking, I, dang, I wish I had a Yoohoo. Oh, I haven't seen a Yoohoo. I always see I used to always see them in um uh gas stations. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a long time. They started putting them in like juice box boxes. Oh, I hate I'm not a that. fan. No, the glass makes the taste. It's uh-huh. just like, uh, like Michelob Ultra tastes different in a can in a bottle. Yeah, I just like the glass and it gets, I think it gets colder. And I think that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I never look for you who I kind of always go to the same place for like when I go into a gas station. Uh-huh. And I don't ever like veer to the milks. And I never think about Yoohoo until we make a chocolate cocktail. And then I'm Me like, either. Oh, I don't yeah. I'd rather have a Yoohoo. And that's what it tastes like. It does, uh, with a bite, a strong bite. Yeah. With a little kick. But that blow puts out hair on and you won't chest. even notice it. it. Blow out and you won't <laughs> never, never even notice it. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to do it slyly. Like you're also calming yourself down. Oh, you're being these are breathing tips breathing tips you heard it here folks it helps you should try it i i think you're knocking it but you have not tried it yet <laughs> i'll try it next time i have a drink this next time you have me. like a shot or something which yeah i feel like, like I, I was about to say like feel, never that'll be like <laughs> never i feel, i was about to say that i feel like um your age because the whole thing about this podcast is that it's your age and my age. Your age does not take shots anymore. No. You have done your time and you have realized there are better ways to drink. <laughs> That's right. That is correct. And you don't not... have to drink it all before your parents get home. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So I know you, you're you all eager to watch A Christmas Story, but hold oh. on. You know it'll be on TBS for... 24, 24 hours, hours. <laughs> so you're gonna have plenty of time to catch up on the movie I wonder how much money they make that day like all the actors I, I don't and know actresses because I mean it happens every year it's been going on since I was a kid yeah I forgot what not, 1993 what or so they started yeah. doing that on Christmas day but they this probably, book which was mm-hmm. This book is actually several short stories put together. Yes, that's why I was going to talk about because I read it and I was finishing part one and I was like, this is the whole story. Just about, yeah. And we're going to, because it was about the BB gun. And I uh-huh. was like, oh, wait, there's no bullies. There's no, yeah, I think they're going to be later the in the book. Yeah, because I mean, the decoder was in the movie too yes yeah so they are i did not know that the movie was them like sequencing these short stories to make a whole movie to make a whole movie and which they is kind of se- interesting they sequenced it really well yeah because i was like you after the first after the first i guess we'll call it a chapter or the first short story i was like mm-hmm. well that took the whole movie about the whole yeah uh, bb gun He's already going to put his eye out. And yeah. I'm just at the beginning of the book. But what I, I really thought was interesting as I was reading about this, this mm-hmm. is, he calls it autobiographical, first of all. Like, it's semi-autobiographical. It's okay. stories that he probably has some kind of history to it, but it's not exact. Yeah, he, like, spruced it up. Yeah, a bit. yeah. Um, 
but the they appeared first in Playboy in 1964 and 65. That, that was crazy. <clears throat> that and then it didn't become a book until later, like 1980 something, 83 or so, or maybe that's when the movie was out. But um, they took them all to, all the short stories and put them together. So I thought that was very interesting that this kind of story was in like Playboy. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, and um, we've talked about this a little bit because uh, we do talk outside of the podcast over popular belief. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, play, I think Playboy was a lot different back then. Like, oh, yes, sure. it did. But he talked about in the book about that's where he saw the BB gun first was a Playboy magazine yeah. that he just had. You know, yeah, his, like well, his dad probably had it stashed somewhere and he found it. Well, it didn't seem like that. It, it wouldn't like, seem like it wasn't a, a big deal. Yeah, I think it was a rite of passage basically back then. Like, oh, you got Playboy? Perfect. You're that age. Yeah, but isn't he like seven or eight in the book? I feel like he's a little older in the movie, but isn't he like seven? No, or eight he's ten. Is he? I think he's ten. Because maybe. he says something to Santa about being 10. Oh, uh, maybe his brother's. Yeah. Um, I think his brother's seven or eight. Yeah. But this but book, he, he tries uh, to act so old. Well, and I, those of you who are listening, I, I could not read this book without hearing the voice of the narrator in the movie. Me either. Me either. Mm-hmm. And that is that Gene Shepard. He narrated it. I did not know that. And so that made it even kind of more interesting. But uh-huh. I, the whole time, I that's who, as I read it, that's the voice that was in my head. Yes, me too. Being that, which is kind of cool. And, you know, it's, it's I think it's cool to find out things about these stories because mm-hmm. that, you know, that movie plays and plays and plays and you know that movie by heart. But to find out some of the background and to think yeah. about it being a story that kind of developed this way, I um, I and think that's a, really kind of cool. It's a really cool book that he kind of wrote because, it, I mean, again, I think he just wrote it to Playboy and then just put them all together. Yeah, he just wrote some short stories. And I think it's funny because lots of things say that it's like semi-autobiographical but in it he puts the characters places and events described herein are entirely fictional and any resemblance to individuals living or dead is purely coincidental accidental or the result of a faulty imagination (laughs) so he kind of alludes to the fact that they might be real. Maybe I didn't cover it up enough. Like, yeah. Well, they're in Indiana, which I don't think that's where I thought they were. Really? Yeah, I didn't know really know where they were, but Indiana's not that. Not where you thought. That's no, funny. and I'm listening. I'm listening to a new podcast called Crime Junkies, and they are also based in Indiana. So while huh. reading this book. You're thinking thought, about all the crimes that are yeah, happening in the background. I'm, I'm thinking of, oh my gosh, that's where the serial killer was. And like all this thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to separate. <laughs> yeah. Separate your, this podcast from the ones you listen to. I know. Um, but it's but such I, a good book. Like it is one of those books. Like we even talked about this, of how 
it's not like Christmas with the or skipping Christmas was a very easy read. This one is not. I need to look up words. Yeah. I'm telling you, last week I thought, oh, I can't wait to start reading a Christmas story because it's just going to be a really light read and I'm just going to be able to. I had to look up words. <laughs> so it is a very, it's a lofty read for for the topic, which I think it is, is kind of a, um, like a literary trick that he used because it sounds like a very important and lofty book. Well, and then you read that he opens and they're bunny slippers. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yes. And he reads it. I mean, it makes you feel that again, like the, the kid thinks he's older than he is. Yeah. Like it puts that mindset, like uh -huh. how he talks about people, how he visualizes things and like um, stuff that probably a kid his age wouldn't do. Also, they were uh, bunny slippers, not a bunny onesie. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I've, we've talked about this before. It aggravates the snooky out of me when they change things in books that don't need to, I mean, in movies that don't need to be changed from the original yeah. story. I guess they thought it would be more iconic. I guess, or I As guess a bunny it'd be more suit? visual. Yeah, but, but this it wasn't realistic. Yeah, your great aunt would send you bunny slippers. Why is she sending somebody a bunny suit? It's, and like he still said, he she thinks I'm four and a girl, right? But still, like I don't think an aunt would actually send a full bunny suit to that, her yeah that, that aggravated me that he got i was suit. like oh, where's the bunny suit it's just slippers not as cute not as cute yeah but we were gonna um do walgreens wine that was our other choice for yeah and i thought that was a cute choice too because um his parents were drinking the he kept on his dad uh, the old man. Yeah, he doesn't refer to him as anything no. else but the old man. I'm going to start doing that to dad. Hey, the old, old man. man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the old man wants water. <laughs> but, I don't think that'll go over very well. But they had um, Walgreens wine. That's his wine of choice. And I thought that was so funny. And they had like eight glasses of it in the morning. Well, no, it was at night, right? Yeah, they do Christmas they do Christmas at, in the middle of the night. They, do, they do it in the middle of the night. They would go out for something and come back and for a bottle of wine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they drank their, their wine. So and that was, was going to be our drink. So if, if you didn't like the, um, the oval teeny, you can go get some Walgreens wine Walgreens and let us wine. know which one you purchase. Let us because know. Because apparently that I didn't even know Walgreens sold wine. I knew they sell beer. I guess, yeah. They, yeah, I guess they do have a wine aisle. Yeah, they do. So if you go to um, Walgreens and you buy wine to read with the story, please let us know which wine you bought. Please you know, you can go to mom.mant.b2 at gmail.com. There we know. go. Or you can like us on Facebook and comment there. Oh, let yeah. Put a little post. Yeah. A little how you do you. But, you know, um, one of the biggest things that everybody remembers about this the movie is the bb gun mm -hmm. and he talks about um like people are saying disarm the toy industry and talking about how bad it is and yes um, and i remember and 
And then he says, um, that's, it's the same kind of mind that thought if making whiskey were prohibited, people would stop drinking. Like mm -hmm. if you stop making toys that are weapons, kids will stop doing that. And I remember I had a friend who had a little boy and they never bought him like play guns or any kind mm -hmm. of play weapon. And when he was two, she said, I don't understand it. Like she was a stay at home mom. So it wasn't like he was at daycare mm -hmm. you know, seeing this. She said they would ride down the road and he would be shooting at things like with his finger gun. And she said, I don't know where it comes from. It has to be like, it's just there. Yeah. And so that's kind of what they alluded to in here. Yeah. Um, and they probably also don't realize you know they might do it to each other or you know you might not realize you do things because if they're natural or you just have done them for so long and then kids uh -huh. pick up kids pick up everything you say oh, one yeah. bad word one bad word they will repeat it forever yeah there's a country song about it mm -hmm. what is it um uh dad's he said, I've been watching you. Yeah, dad, dad ain't yeah. that cool. Yeah. I'm your bugger. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can sing anymore without us paying rights. I know. <laughs> or losing listeners. So I'm exactly. just kidding. I'm just kidding. That hurts um, my feelings. So but, yeah, interesting that that hasn't changed. Oh, yeah. You know, and that hasn't changed. I just watched a video of, uh, of parents. They, they were like, what thing do you do that will make some people upset? And it was these parents and they said, well, we let our kids cuss. They're going to grow up to be cussing individuals. So why don't just start them <laughs> early? So they were like, uh, we, we're, we have a bet that it, we don't know if our baby's first word is going to be mom or the F word. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh that's not going to go over well when they get to kindergarten. I know. Bless. But they, they said, they did say, if it bothers you or if it bothers your kids, y'all need to fix yourselves. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. People, so that was people, interesting. People. That was interesting. Well, another thing in this um, book that made me think of today is all the ads he sees uh, um, talks about their Red Rider bb guns are limited and so you have to order now and yeah you don't want to miss out on this amazon everywhere that you order from does the same thing oh Only yeah two left in stock then you put four in the cart and they all come like uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. you've got oh, yeah. more than two don't try to scare me oh yeah and um i love how he had to say the description every single Time. not just yes. the red rider bb gun the red rider bb gun with the compass and the <laughs> sundial on the and he would go the he exact didn't want just any one yeah he wanted the full out freshed out bb gun well now and i think something they didn't do is they they didn't explain how the bb gun or the bb came back at him i think they did that better in the movie well, in the book, didn't it just kick? Oh, kick back yeah, at him? it was it was the butt of the gun. Yeah, yeah, it kicked back. Because in the movie, it was the pellet, right? 
that ricocheted off a bottle and hit him? Maybe so. Gosh, I don't even remember. I'm going to have to watch it. We're going to have to watch it now. But he did have the same excuse, the icicle. Yes. If I, let me tell you, when I'm a mom, when I'm a mom and my kid says an icicle fell and broke my glasses and hit my eye, I'm going to say, what what you actually do? But don't you remember in the Christmas vacation when those people came home and their bedroom had been demolished and their TV screen had been broken and it was the icicle from next door that flew across when he did something. Oh, but then the weapon's gone. Like it melted (laughs) and they have no idea what happened to their stuff. (laughs) I do remember that. That was funny. It's a good little, there was an icicle and now it's gone. I still would have to question a lot of things I'd still have to be like but his mom in the movie is portrayed so differently yeah she does not okay in the movie she wasn't very like nurturing right well she's more nurturing to the younger one yes but she's also to me very scattered and Mm -hmm. you know just always trying to go be everywhere but and she was much more against the bb gun in the movie well also didn't she not know her husband bought it for him in the movie i thought she was like what was that like what or am i remembering this wrong i'm gonna have to watch this movie again i'm I'm pretty sure first i'm pretty sure she sits down and he's like oh what's that over there and she's like what is that over there so i don't know and then his and his brother might be bigger in other stories but i felt like his brother was a lot bigger in the movie you know he was the annoying little like yeah he's the funny one he's the comically annoying little brother yeah yeah he's the funny one i enjoy him in the movie yeah but you know the weather is he talks a lot about the weather, how cold it is. And, mm-hmm. um, and I love that picture of him getting bundled up. Oh, and his arms won't go down. And yeah. And, um, all I kept laughing about was thinking, and then you have to use the bathroom. Oh, as soon as you get all bundled up, there was one paragraph where he listed when he was going out to shoot his BB gun, he listed uh-huh. everything he put on. And I was like, that is number one reason I probably can't live anywhere that gets oh. really cold. Even though I just talked to Ben and was like, I would like to live in Jackson Hole in Colorado. Or is that in Wyoming? Well, going... That's in Wyoming. Isn't it? Wyoming, yeah. Well, then you're going to need to get some layers. Exactly. But he talks about going to school and uh, having to go to school even when it was cold. And I, you know, I kept thinking about here, if two snowflakes fall, they call school off and well, you can't find milk or bread anywhere because people are making milk sandwiches. Out. Yeah. Freak out. Um, actually, my podcast that is based in Indiana talked <laughs> about how Indiana has built in snow days. So if they take them, you don't have to make any school days up. You just won't get those snow days. But if it doesn't snow, like it's a light winter, they just get those days off anyway. Oh, so they have built in snow days. Um, because one of the murders happened on one of those days. Oh, no, just wanted to push that out there. Yeah, (laughs) nice. There you go. There you go. 
but yeah the weather seems to kind of play one um play a part in this story and the you know you picture it because it oh, seems yeah. cold in that in the whole movie and um yeah this one he does talk about how some parts of the house are colder than others yeah. you know he talks about sitting at the furnace because that was the only warm part in that not the furnace or his dad was the furnace king yeah something so um it was interesting to hear that side of it having to find a warm place now i still have to find warm places in our house because it gets cold well when i was growing up we had a floor furnace in the hall and that's where uh, the heat came out and went to all the rooms and i used to get dressed on top of it like i'd lay my i would hang my clothes on the closet door that was in the hall uh-huh and then i would get dressed standing on the hot ooh, it was so good now our ours is in the bath we have a fan in the bathroom and we had it closed but we opened it so the bathroom isn't cold in the morning oh it's so nice every time i get up i'm like oh let's go into the bathroom (laughs) that's great and just get warm 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 yeah and my feet are warm because your feet pass the where the air hot air comes out Uh oh it's amazing but this book is a hard read but it's not I have a hard read. It's just it takes a little unexpected bit. read. Um, it is one of those books that if I go, I go. Like if I get into a rhythm, I yes. can read like twenty pages in ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but if I get stopped, I'm done. I can't. Like it'll be hard, hard for me to, to get, pick up. Yeah, it really is one you kind of have to. Um, stay with yeah because, because of the story um but i i like it and i i like having a a different perspective when i watch the movie the movie's gonna seem much more um literary <laughs> when i watch it yeah because it's you know um, it's gonna be very like pish posh yeah yeah and you know it's just a different time and things seemed more important to them like it's and I guess we see it in the in the um movie but him rushing home so that he could listen to his radio show of, of little orphan Annie and he stayed there from 3 30 to 5 15 just in case just in case because he did not want to miss the the code the basic free ad but i will have to tell you that this one thought did cross my mind when he he was like the unforgettable theme song came rasping out of our crossley um i love a, a theme song for a show. i love a theme song and they a, a theme song a theme song <laughs> they just they don't have as good one they don't have any anymore mm. people just they just have music and the theme song tells the story yes of the show and now people do get annoyed when you have like a really long theme song but there's some people that have long theme songs but like cheers cheers is the perfect theme song i love cheers cheers and the nanny and the The brady bunch yeah and gilligan's island some of you listening don't know what that is (laughs) but they kind of told the story yeah what in case you haven't watched it before there was a story yeah 
um, the Partridge family. Oh, that's a good oh, intro. Oh, yeah. That's a good intro. I love me some Partridge family. So for some reason, I got off on that tangent when I was, when he was talking about the um, oh, the radio. Mm-hmm. And then I got off on the tangent because this little orphan Annie and it says the one with the curly golden locks. And also that she has a agent that comes in and chops people's heads off. Yeah, I, I really did need to know more about that. I was like, like are we talking about the same Annie? I was like, I don't what know, is- because she said she has golden locks. And doesn't Annie and have like red fights, hair? And like fights crime, basically. Yeah, but they did say her dog, right? Yeah, Sandy. Sandy. And Uncle, what's his name? Just Uncle. Yeah. Or Uncle so, T I don't, or something. I don't know. I don't but know what kind of show a- he was watching. Is this just a like a TV show from the movie? Like they made it more exciting because she did kind of fight crime, but it was more of the yeah. I don't orphanage. know. I don't know. I don't know, but that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting to me. I wonder if he couldn't put it in his book. He had had to pay for it or something. Oh, I don't know. So they, he just changed it all. Yeah, that, yeah, maybe yeah. so. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Always but interesting. Then, you know, he really wanted this decoder ring. And oh, it was a decoding pen. Oh, a pen, uh, pen, pen, pen. It wasn't a ring. That's right. It wasn't kept, a ring because I kept reading it as a ring. I did too. I kept, and I kept picturing a ring mm-hmm. the whole no, time. It's, it's a big thing. It's big. Yeah. And, you know, that's how the Ovaltine came to be. And bless his heart, his parents, would, they were not Ovaltine people, he said. No. And he couldn't believe there was an Ovaltine person in his neighborhood. Yeah, that he was kicking the can and realized they didn't even take out the inside and mail it in. Yeah. Which, Which I is, wonder why they do that. Like, they recycled it? I don't understand. I don't know. I think it was just a gimmick. See, back then you couldn't click on this website or um, yeah it was mailing qr code it was he did do a really good job of showing like when you're waiting for something in the mail it feels like 200 days oh and see you don't really understand that now i mean waiting for something from amazon but back in the day when i was little you ordered stuff from magazines and stuff and i was sitting Mm -hmm. here thinking well maybe that's how they did their marketing like they saw if their commercials were working by what gets got sent in because that's the only way they could know. Mm-hmm. And um, you would order things out of magazines or um, you would get magazine subscriptions and you would yeah. get records. And, and my dad was real good about ordering stuff like from the back of magazines and stuff. And it would always say allow four to six weeks for delivery. Oh my gosh, we you'd be like, yes, you would forget that you had ordered it. It's like a present it. though. It's like a surprise. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. He got it pretty fast when you think about it. But four to six weeks? Now I mean you in get here, things it in hours. Isn't that crazy? You can get things in hours now. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. But that's why we kind of are a little more we don't have an attention span because we can get things like this like so quick and easy and we and don't, have an we don't span. appreciate things yeah I like things you know that takes a little longer and I think that's why I've gotten into 
you know, I'm doing cross stitching and embroidery and those take long and uh-huh. they take a lot of time. And I just got back into cross stitching. So like cross stitching was like the first thing. And then I went to embroidery. Now I'm back at cross stitching and I'm like, oh my gosh, this cross stitching is crazy. Yeah, so but I, think I need one of those glasses. I, think that's, I need those glasses that I was making fun of you about. Uh-huh. But I think that that's a great, not only hobby of bring you know, keeping it alive, but it's also a great thing for you in your mind. Yes. Oh, because, because I, you have to concentrate and you have to spend time on it. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's nothing about cross stitch that you can do quickly. No. And we, we kind of talked about, because now I've had to start over a couple of times because I try to go too quick. Uh-huh. Um, and we've talked about it, how we can't just sit and watch TV. We right. like to do things. So mm-hmm. I'll put on a show that I can like half listen to, like, like modern family. Uh-huh. That's something I don't really have to watch and I'll just cross stitch. Yeah. I just, I think that in the time this book takes place, it was a slower time and, mm-hmm. and, and things, they were okay with it. Yeah. Like that was their excitement waiting for their decoder pen to come. You know, yeah. that was a reason to run home every day. And, yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Oh yeah. But um, bless his heart. Okay. He opens a present and it's, it's, um, bunny slippers. Mm-hmm. Then he gets his BB gun and he knocks himself in the eye. Yep. Then and- he gets this decoder pen that he's wanted and wanted. And he reads the decoder. Um, and all it is, is an advertisement for Ovaltine. <laughs> but I was like, now I'm wondering, oh. I wish he had written down the message from like the week before because the week before was a little longer so I wonder what the week before's message was Ooh, you could do math with the code that they gave you you could regenerate it you don't have a decoder ring I don't matter a decoder is mathematics you yeah, can but do we decode know? a code because we know what it means and we know these certain numbers. Eh, I'm just speaking out of my butt. I started to say, because this will be a hard one to decode back. I mean, yeah. uncode, yeah. recode. I don't know what you'd say when you do it backwards. <laughs> decode? <laughs> Break it on no. down. Break it on uh, down. But it was... Uh, I, it was very like disheartening. Like huh. it was because I thought he was going to get a little message like "You go get him, Tiger." Or, yeah, or keep fighting a good fight. Now I did think they were like tune in next week at seven thirty p.m. or something. I don't, mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But I loved the last sentence was like the asp had decapitated another victim. Like <laughs> he was just like, I got they taken got out. me. They got yeah. me. They got me. But they didn't get his money. He didn't pay for Ovaltine. Or the, oh, that's know, true. He didn't pay for it. So really, he just kind of, he didn't really yeah. lose out. He did lose out on fun, but he didn't really lose out. Yeah, he would have really been mad if he'd have saved his money and bought Ovaltine oh, and then got I, that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, think about those kids that did do that, though. Oh, who would do that? Oh I know that's just mean. That's mean. They know the kids don't want to hear. But today, parent, but today, parents would be writing a letter, you know, to the company about mm-hmm. my child has been ruined. <laughs> ruined, I say. True, true, true. 
but this but, book is good and I'm excited to hear all the other stories you know I'm ready for the turkey and the dog and the tongue and you suck on the, the lamp the lamp is next that's the next yeah. one yep so, oh we gotta see him get his tongue stuck to the pole yep that's a big one yeah so because that was a, here. that was a genuine fear for me well Skip after that movie to- yes i and it's just the same as i thought quicksand would be a bigger problem <laughs> you know like i know because if, um, if you watch Gilligan's Island, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, yes. quicksand was a huge problem. Exactly. They and need then, signage. And then there's there's no quicksand. No quicksand. But also, I shouldn't be licking poles. But I was terrified. I thought I'd fall into a pole and then I'm stuck. I don't know. I was ter- <laughs> genuinely you would, terrified. As you fail, your tongue would just fall out. And uh, stick to the pole. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then I always remembered get hot water like i <laughs> i knew how to get out of there see this is a teaching film it's a genuine problem <laughs> it's a genuine problem oh but really um if you lick i remember <laughs> licking a really cold popsicle and my tongue oh, I know. and then i was like hot water i know how to deal with this yeah you have to you have to get a lot of saliva on your mm-hmm. like before you do those like icy yeah. pop things no or just put your like just put it all the way in <laughs> right now the people listening are like oh my gosh they are telling me how to eat a popsicle <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is what how do we go this from is a, a public Christmas service story? announcement yes. how to eat a popsicle how to no. de-stick your tongue to a frozen popsicle we would love to hear what you think about this <laughs> about this book like what was your impression when you started what's reading? your favorite story from a christmas story yeah like what's your favorite part did you like the lamb did you like the tongue getting stuck up to the pole like what's your favorite part and so far i have to say i guess the movie is winning right now yeah the movie is winning right now but i but i'm upset that they they made some changes that didn't need to be changed so that lost some points yeah Um, but well i think i'm ready to see how they do like other characters i like i'm excited to see the thought process of some stuff yes and you know the the turkey is going to be funny i think the turkey and the dog because i remember ralphie like laughing yeah i loved his laugh so I'm, I'm excited about that kind of stuff. So this is a good fun read. Yes, I I I am enjoying. I am enjoying it. I've, yes. I've learned some new words, so I'm really happy about that. Oh, good. I'm keeping the dictionary beside me. Nice. Um, so I hope you're enjoying it, and we hope you'll let us know what you're thinking. You, I'm sure you know by now that our email is mom.mant.b2 at gmail dot com and we would love to hear from you we hope that you'll like us and share us on facebook because we want lots of people to join us as we open a book open a bottle and open our minds we'll see you next time see ya